live with Brian McCarthy, special guest. Welcome to the show to talk about Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite topics. Hey, and a hearty sig heil to you boys. Hello. <laughs> live from uh, the bunker. Yes. Live from... Uh, I wanted to... Um, well, yeah, thank you guys for having me on the show. Yes, it's uh, honor is ours, obviously. Thank Well, I don't know. Thank, thank you. Now, quick, I want to do... I don't know. How do you guys... Can you give me... An annotated, just how do you guys know each other? Like, what is this? Oh, well, we've done this on the show, obviously, in our first episode. But our uh, the the oh. history behind us is uh, uh, William used to listen to my old podcast, and right. um, we sort of got talking off, like you know, online. Uh, being that we're not obviously ge- we're geographically separated, and sure. um, and uh, we sort of just became fast friends, and we decided to. Uh, we're both interested in doing a podcast about history and the first time we ever talked is the first is the pilot episode of the show okay all right that's good enough Uh, i know that prior to us going live i was telling you guys yeah i know the the background that i have is hitler's bunker yes of course um and i was saying that you know i have another project which is called Dislabeled, mm-hmm. and it's a you know if you know about it you know about it if you don't that's actually probably better but I, well no I, this um, is a great I, opportunity for you to plug well I mean there's not much to plug other than I've shot six episodes we're currently in post production okay you know it's an ongoing thing that I've been working on for a while and uh, but I it, it just made me it made me think of I had to the last episode that we did was where I was involved in a um, demonstration here in Manhattan sure. uh, against uh, Governor Cuomo about, it was like a, anyway, it was a bunch of me and a bunch of people that were quadriplegic and paraplegic. Mm-hmm. And um, and I was part of the uh, protest and it was all about sort of like, um, you know, civil disobedience and people that are disabled and, you know. So anyway, I made All stuff we're very big proponents of on the show, by the way. Yeah. Civil disobedience, right. <laughs> that that an age of consent laws. Yeah. But, um, well, the, the, but, uh, William will tell you, in England, it's the right age. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's why they made Portugal. Am I right, William? <laughs> He's been quid, there many times. <laughs> but... So during the course of the day, and this may come as a shock or maybe not, I don't know, but I managed to like offend fully three quarters of them. And there was this one guy who got really upset with me. And I look, I like to joke around. I, I am I yeah. am whoever I am, but like I'm a, I felt really badly because, you know, the nature of this thing, I'm not I don't want to make people feel like I fuck around just to fuck around. I don't sure. want to make somebody yeah. feel badly. I, Honestly, Brian, I can't imagine this guy had a leg to stand on. Well, I mean, oh, <laughs> this guy's here. Oh, thank you. All right. You would have you fit in great. So, well, what I said was, and I don't know I don't know if you have Puerto Ricans in uh, in England or if you just call no, them Italians. But, um, I was going to say, I think he can understand the general concept anyway. Yeah, so I know what a Puerto Rican <laughs> well, is. Okay. Well, the whole, I mean, and also, by the way, being living in New York and making a Puerto Rican, it's something Don Rickles would have done like mm. 50 years sure, ago. Sure. It's not even really a relevant like uh, bigoted, con- I don't know. It's it's whatever. Who so the guy, I made it. I made it. A, a, I thought it was a, a joke about how I said, "Oh, you're Puerto Rican," and he's a quadriplegic. Yeah. And I said, I'll, "I better put my wallet in my front pocket." Now, <laughs> in my opinion, 
the idea that you're so Puerto Rican that even though you can't move your arms, you can still steal my wallet. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's a great joke. It, yeah, the so premise is, is absurd. It's an okay, just on a on a fundamental level, it's an absurd premise. I think we can all agree on that. But yes. this guy, a couple of days later, got really upset. I got a call from the organizer, and they were. This is part of a national organization. My producer called me and was like, "Look, you've got to do some damage control, and we have to get you on a Zoom call with like twenty five. Jesus people. Christ! <laughs> I know. So, and I and I said, I said, look, and again. I will fall on the sword. I don't want to make, I'll do it. I'll apologize because sure, I sure. don't mind. Okay. So anyway, so hey, it's also better. It's better to ask for forgiveness than it is to ask for permission. Yeah. To a, yeah, to, <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. And so, and I said to the guy, so I said to my producer, look, and I wasn't going to do some half-assed apology. Like, I'm sorry if you feel, I was going to say, look, and I did say, I said, anyway, the point of this whole stupid story is that, I apologize sincerely without realizing my entire Zoom call behind me. I had done a podcast, <laughs> and as a joke, I had put the background of just all of these, like, it was the background of a, a gay sex shop. So it was like <laughs> dildos and butt plugs and rainbow flags. And I'm like, I'm like, listen, you guys. I like to joke around, and nobody even mentioned it, like in the in the in the in the course yeah. of the Zoom call. And then after, well, they, they, they didn't like, want to be called homophobic. You understand? Yeah, they, that, that's probably what saved your bacon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? They're like, oh, I'm I like, didn't realize he was gay. You know, they like to make jokes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me get it straight with you. What you cripples hate faggots? Yeah. <laughs> I I, honestly, Brian, I can't imagine you'd pass for gay though. I can lose the weight. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, anyway, so you so okay, so you guys are history buffs. Now, to be honest, I feel like you are you're cheating having the Wikipedia page open. But that's I know. Okay. I, the, I, I, listeners of the show know that I call Wikipedia the primary sources. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> because it's pretty much, uh, you know, we're, we're sort of an infotainment show, to yeah, say the yeah. least. <laughs> so just okay. to bring the, the listener up to speed, uh, what we the, the topic of tonight's show is uh, your suggestion, Brian, which yeah. is uh, how Hitler could have won the war, right. World right. War II. And uh, so obviously I, I, my researches have been mainly uh focused on why other people think that he didn't and uh i was wondering perhaps you have a theory on on where he went wrong and what what he could have done better a hundred percent number one i did want to show you guys this this yeah. is um this is a waffen ss wow. this is a dagger right if you can wow. check you can see see the little swastika on top there i always like to think that like this isn't more of a, this isn't like a stabbing. This is like this drunk at a cocktail party. Sure. Like yeah. waving it right. So if we were in Poland in 41 and oh, no, you go, you go. I'm sorry, you tell it. No, you tell it. <laughs> or like opening up a letter that says that you're being sent to the Eastern Front. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, ah, Claire, Claire, where are my, where's my monocle? Claire. Um, but no, the only reason why I had that is my my uh, my my stepfather's father was in World War II. Well, you know, obviously on the American side. You're welcome, by the way. Yeah. Um, you know, my my, my grandfather died in uh, a concentration camp. Oh, 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 really? Is that why you? Uh, yeah, he fell a, out of a guard tower. 
Oh! <laughs> I tell you. Yeah. When's the entertainment going to start? <laughs> <laughs> um, but the um, but the reason why I anyway, so I got I like inherited this from my mother. Sure. Yeah, that's know, very cool. This, yeah, this was in my bathroom in my house in Baltimore growing up, and it was just kind of like it was behind the toilet. I was like, well, all right, you know, in case. <laughs> All in right, case it so, got clogged and you just need a quick yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Work out a hemorrhoid, lance a hemorrhoid. Right. Talk right. about the final solution. Yeah. Um, so okay, so I I, I have look in terms of a, a, a layman, I have a I have a pretty good understanding uh I World War II is one of the things I I have I, my grandfather was in World War II, but and if you were to look around my home, I have lots of actual real stuff on the on the walls. A lampshade I'd love to show you. Yes, anyway, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Few but, um, artisanal bars of soap. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly right. This one has little baby Jew teeth in it. Right? <laughs> um, but uh, any, anyway, but I, I, I always think it's an interesting, I do love the what ifs, and I'm sure, I don't know if you guys read the Philip K. Dick, Man in the High Castle, or saw the terrible yeah. amazon i was gonna say i series. didn't i tried watching i'm actually a big fan of philip dick i've read like three or four of his books yeah, yeah and yeah, me too. um and uh i i didn't crazy get, name, I saw crazy the, guy yeah right um and uh i did watch try try watching that show and i agree it is dog shit it like it's like I, the, the, imagine to me william let me just say this it's a yeah. show where the nazis win and i don't like it <laughs> I, I I tried watching it as well. This is oh, we yeah. all have this okay. in common, yeah. And uh, I, I guess I watched maybe I might have got I onto the third three episode. episodes. Me too. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. Like, well, it doesn't go anywhere, mm -hmm. and well, it's like, yeah. And, and also with me having you know having a background, you know, however specious in television production, sure, and sort of being in show business, they do this thing where they don't have a big budget so all of the action takes place with two people in a room explaining to each other what uh, is, yes. what just happened nice uh, yeah. nice exposition i i think i believe in show business they say show don't tell yeah. yes <laughs> you're right and it's like did you hear what happened yesterday there was a giant explosion and blah blah blah, blah, blah. And, it's like, and, and me watching this i'm like all right well they just couldn't afford to show it although i, I will tell you what is what which, what i thought was was really good was, was Philip Roth, The Plot Against America, mm -hmm. which was which was on HBO, and they did the first season right before COVID. It was uh, that that's a that's a that's a fictional book, obviously about because you know I don't know how much um, William knows, but you know America, we have a long and rich history of anti-Semitism in this yeah. country, and you know not it, really. I mean, to, I, 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 do, I know I know that you're trying to make a salient point here, but I got to put the brakes on it. I mean. Go ahead. I, uh, honestly, like, there's not really any sort of historical anti-Semitism in any part of the country, like, to it, speak of. Okay. If I, okay. Well, uh, in America, me, specifically. Europe is another story. I'm actually reading, I'm actually on that. I don't want to jump tracks. I mean, you sure, guys sure. tell me how you want this to go, but, like, you know what's funny? I'm reading a book right now, listening to a book right now called Greater Gotham. There's a book called Gotham, which is all about the history of New York. From Peter Stuyvesant to 1898, mm -hmm. when the, the five boroughs were condensed Stuyvesant. into one. Okay, right now there's a second book called Greater Gotham, which is all about New York in the early 20th century. Mm. And you know, there's a famous, uh, there's a great uh, quote 
Um, you know, nobody hates a Jew more than a Jew. And I would prose to you, America is so anti-Semitic that the first Jews in America were German bankers that came over in the 1870s and 1880s, right? Yeah. They assimilated. They really weren't religious, right? Then during the pogroms of the uh, of right before uh, the the fall of the the czar and the right. and, 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 and in Europe, Russia yeah, and Poland and stuff, Ukraine, yeah, yeah, yeah. there was genocide with all of the Jews, yeah. and there was this massive immigration of Russian Jews that came to 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 America, and these German Jews had spent thirty years assimilating right. and trying to like get the Jew off themselves, and yeah. then here come these Jews that they don't even speak. Russian. They certainly don't speak German. They speak Yiddish. Yiddish. Right. Yeah. And yeah. they were an Which embarrassment. Is, are you familiar with the, with um with like African pidgin languages? Like you know what yes. I mean? Yeah. It's basically yes. a pidgin version of German. Is what Yiddish is. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. It, it is. It is a regional dialect that all of these different Jews in various you know area enclaves could all speak. Right. So anyway, speaking as someone who is. Uh, is not. I mean, look, this country is a. It's a Protestant country. I mean, you couldn't really. You couldn't be Irish in this country till sure. about I totally agree. years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. So there are. God, I can't even remember where we started talking about this. But essentially, what I was saying was Charles Lindbergh was yeah. an anti-Semite. Yeah, he was. When you could be an anti-Semite, Walt Disney. Well, it was the thirties. <laughs> oh, yeah, and this was like not that long ago. Yeah. I mean, Walt, well, Walt Disney, seen... uh, the interesting story, I don't think I've talked about this in the show, but the story behind why Walt Disney became an anti-Semite was because of personal experience. Um, he actually, uh, well, his first, and... his first character, his first character was this character called Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. And you can very right. easily Google this up. Um, and his partner um, basically screwed him out of the deal and may and re- retained ownership over Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Um, of course, didn't really go on to anything, but he was Jewish. His uh, Walt Disney's partner, and then he was like, "All right, I guess I understand what these fucking people are all about." <laughs> <laughs> and, and if you've ever seen, I mean, Walt Disney's biggest hit, his first blockbuster, was the Steamboat Three Little Willie, Pigs. Right? Oh, okay. Okay, right, right, right. Which was Hitler's favorite. He used to have Disney oh, films yeah. sent over, and he'd watch them in the Eagle's Nest. But if you've never seen The Three Little Pigs, you have to watch it because one of the characters the wolf turns into to try to get into the house, he turns Very into an Jewy. Orthodox Jew. Yeah. I mean, he has fucking payas. And he comes in and he goes, I'm the full of brush man. I'm here to work my way to college. It is, and he has this giant fake nose. I mean, and now we go to Walt Disney World. I mean, look, this country is based on racism and bloodshed. I mean, it's a horrible thing. But, but anyway, the, 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 Lindbergh, you could really be an anti-Semite in this country until, I mean, World War II obviously put a bit of a, you know, you kind of put it behind closed doors. But up until right now, you can't – right now, if you're pro-Israel, it's like you are it, – it, anyway, I think it does exist. And it is because Judaism is an insular. It is not an evangelical religion, yeah. and it's, it's, it's inherently tribal. So anyway, blah, blah, blah. The reason why – and this I'll bring this back to the thing we started talking sure. about. 
You don't often I'm, hear I'm trying to figure these... out where this all leads to. <laughs> okay, here I go. The reason why you don't see a lot of what-if scenarios about the Germans winning World War II, okay, yeah. is because they never could have won World War II. In the because let's just break it down very easily. World I War agree II, with you, by the way, but for a different yeah. reason, right. I'm sure. Well, the re <laughs> okay, fair enough. But the reason why okay, the Hitler was the only reason that World War Two was started. Okay, and the only reason why Nazism worked ultimately failed was because it was one man and the ideology was so unbelievably one-sided, myopic, and and that was that. If you look at, okay, you had Hitler, then you had Himmler, you had Goring, you had various rights generals, whatever, but there was really, it was a one-man show. So what I can say to you, I can talk about how Operation Sea Lion at the Battle of Dunkirk, they mm. should have gone, um, you know, the only reason why World War II was even started was because the Germans invaded Poland and the English government, by a treaty, had at that point to go. And we all remember Neville Chamberlain, peace in our time, mm. blah, blah, blah. But like the if I would propose this, if World War II, the only way it could have been won is if Hitler was just a little different. And as he went east, as he went through and said, because if you will remember, the he was they were the Nazis were approached as liberators in the Ukraine yeah, in the sure, very yeah. early yep. days of Operation Barbarossa. And, and in the Baltics. And in the Baltics, right. It wasn't until I mean very quickly they found out that they were the Slavs were to be enslaved and and but if, if Hitler would have come through and, I mean, and it's in the fucking sort of, name, guys. You gotta assume it's gonna happen, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, but but it's the kind of thing where I have thought about this a, a, a lot, and I'm not saying it's it's a it's a, it's a shame that Hitler wasn't a little less crazy. But if he was a little less crazy, there was a moment where it could have been a nego I ultimately a two front war would have never worked but the US did not want to get involved at all Hitler did not at the, if you remember the 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 English royalty was in fact German yes. so yeah yep. the Nazi Germany did not he did was. not want to invent he, <laughs> yeah he did not want to fight with 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 England yeah, so yeah. there was that whole thing that it was about Stalin and Hitler these two dictators and there was, with the momentum of everything, if he could have just said, listen, you Slavs, give us your Jews. You can retain X, Y, and Z, but we're going to Well, Hitler to didn't want, that's, the thing, that's a very pretty significant historical misconception is that Hitler went around collecting Jews. Like, right. he was doing everything in his power to get them out of the country, and he begged, right. like, every single Western power to be like, take these fucking Jews, get them off right. my fucking hands, and no one wanted them. <laughs> in fact, well, is- uh, there was, I'm sorry to interrupt you, William, but it's in no, your please. country, in England, um, uh, there the 
he coordinated, uh, tried to coordinate with the Zionists in England uh, to try to get the them taken over to England. And the Zionists lobbied in co- in Congress, in Parliament, to not take the Jewish refugees for two reasons. One, because they considered them, the Eastern European Jews, to be like lower. Uh, right. And secondly, uh, because they were like, oh, no, if all these Jews die by Hitler and this is written down, this is very much openly written. It's going to help our support for creating the Zion pro- Zionist project. Uh, and it worked. It did work. <laughs> um, so and also another thing is like I, like literally a boat came all the way to America filled yep. with fucking Jews, like uh, refugees. And specifically, FDR was like, I ain't taking any of those. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is a, the thing that um, like fascism and racism and anti-Semitism are kind of conflated in modern theory that like in modern discourse fascism just means something i don't like right whereas really it's got it's nothing to do with racism per se everybody was racist and anti-semitic in those days uh fascism was more of a kind of a economic um it was and, it was kind of it was like a system. third way a third way between capitalism yeah. and socialism and it's what and it's been the dominant it's by any other name fascism has been the dominant uh globe for it's gone from like nationalist fascism to global fascism right but that's since about 1950 that's been nailed on as they basically the wiped operates. off hitler's name off of the fucking plan and and said yeah. we're gonna do it but with with gay guys and blacks yeah exactly. <laughs> the, 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 the 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 problem again with with germany ultimately winning the war was that if there's a there's a very interesting fit that we, you, I mean you can find it wherever, but the in the German in the hierarchy of in, in in German you had the Aryans on top, and then the Aryans sort of went to then it went to the English, and then from there the Italians were considered a sub. I think that was just political of, bullshit. I don't think he thought I, that. You know Nobody what? likes Italians. Let, still, <laughs> they go. Cocksuckers, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I mean, and it, and it's so it was an interesting thing where if Hitler had actually forget winning the war, if sure. the war would have gone a little differently, yes. he would have had to go to his allies. I mean, Mussolini, I, I, got, I mean, the guy got kicked out of Ethiopia very quick. I mean, the Italians folded very early on. I mean, uh, yeah. Operation Torch when they invaded Sicily, even that was in 42, and that was they were done already. The yeah. Italian army was effectively done, but like. The, the whole idea of this Aryan... This, Forget you know, about this, this, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to do what over here? Let's go I get some lunch. We was fucking around with this guy. Why? I was just breaking <laughs> balls. Yeah. But, but it's it's interesting. Like You almost think it's almost like be careful what you wish for because if Hitler would have got... Let's say he got to this point where he was like, all right, he negotiated some sort of a, a truce or a treaty sure. with Britain barely. He's got half of Poland. He was truly really you know, hoping that was going to happen, by the way. That Dunkirk thing we were just yes. talking about. He was really hoping that by showing mercy to the English that um, the uh, Oswald Mosley uh, faction yeah. in England would take over and then he would just sort of had a had a Anglo-fascist you know, compatriot in the way that he had with um, Italy and to a lesser degree Spain. So, uh, yeah, and uh, 
And also, like he didn't, he tied Goring's hands. I mean, Goring, Goring was a was a mess, you know, big morphine addict, big fat yeah. weirdo. But you know, he said to Goring specifically, he's a World War One veteran. He had a lot of pain. Oh, yeah, he was a big deal, and he was like a gorgeous man when he was younger. Yeah. Oh, not all. Uh, but um, I, I wouldn't mind giving him a little mustache ride. But, uh, but <laughs> let me give Goring a mustache ride. But anyway, but like the whole like, he said to Goring, like, listen, do your bombing, but like, don't not too much. He mm. he he really wanted to keep. He didn't want England. To, you know what? Because also he knew the, their navy was going to be too much. So he he knew it. At least he knew enough. He wasn't too crazy where he thought that. A two-front war, that's to me, to me, that's the interesting part because, you know, we've all know about Operation Valkyrie where mm-hmm. that was that was late in 44 by the time they yeah. finally tried to, I mean, I think there had been other half-baked assassination attempts. And there were a bunch, I believe, yeah. But, but I, that, that's but like I, the most notable one the- because Rommel was the one like sort of the mastermind behind the whole thing. And, uh... And he was like just known as like he he was given respect from the allies even as being like a great general. So yeah, yeah, you're right. The Desert Fox. Yeah, right. You magnificent. Uh, it, it was only pattern that gave him that gave the German generals enough respect as to operate in the same way they did with the with the you know fast moving mm-hmm. tactics. But like, can you real yeah, recognize well, as real? Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, I think we can all agree that the, the one, the thing that really sealed the fate of Germany was when General Palace and the Sixth Army had to surrender 600,000 troops in Stalingrad. When yeah. that happened, yeah. if you look at the timeline, the fucking, I mean, the, Re- the, the Eastern Front crumbled, went all the way back to Tursk, which was the last... German offensive in 1943, right. that big tank battle, and once that happened, it was it was game over. So, in you know, it, there are so many points in in World War II, 39 to 45, where you can look at it and go, God, if this would have been a little different, it would have gone so much differently. But it was yeah, such well, a singular person. Go ahead, sorry. Here's a here's a an angle I've come up with in my researches which uh I'm not, yeah, I, yeah i'm not married i'm not married to it but here, here's a theory right it's kind of widely thought that it was operation barbarossa the invasion of the soviet union that was the, the sort of the last step that was so preposterous it could never i do, and not it, to interrupt you but let me just add to what you're saying i think yeah. a lot of that like sort of like the the mystique behind that statement or that conception in any way is because it's the same way napoleon like lost yeah yeah <laughs> but that, like so i was listening to a, a, an historian today who who came up who was arguing that while it's they were already beaten by then that's why they did it Right, because and, and therefore, if you if surrender is not on not an option, then it was st- strategically sound in this guy's view. That's because Hitler had bet the farm on being able to negotiate a peace with England. Because the real problem they had, I mean, that so much of the Operation Barbarossa ended up being horse driven and on horse drawn and on foot because they didn't have enough oil. And they didn't have enough oil because the Royal Navy was blockading Europe. And there was really nothing they could do about that. And this, uh, uh, so at the point of losing the Battle of Britain and, and 
or even before that, it was allowing Dunkirk to be evacuated, that they were already fucked. And the uh, the only option was to invade Russia to get the oil. Yeah. Which they then, the generals, and then this is another point, I'll come back to what the alternative could have been, but the Hitler's also widely called an asshole for saying that he he couldn't um, that he he shouldn't have should never have listened to his generals, but this this historian says well no he was right he shouldn't have listened to his generals because his generals insisted on the like uh, posh boy military college uh, doctrine of Great we've got to game, take the capital bullshit. city. Yeah, we've got to go and get and take Moscow, whereas Hitler wanted him to go go and take the oil fields and get the Ukraine in, in the south and all that shit because he knew they needed oil. His idea was let's go get the oil. And that's what he meant when he said he shouldn't listen to the generals because they wasted all that manpower and oil trying to get Moscow, which didn't pay off, and they ended up not getting the oil fields because of that. So... Here's the here's the counterfactual. When when they realised they couldn't have made peace with, I think it, in a way it's like respecting the neutrality of Spain was a, a massive mistake. He should have yeah. invaded Spain and taken Gibraltar and fucked the British up from there. Hmm. Maybe because then maybe that that could have been a starting point for. I mean, it probably still wouldn't have worked, but. <clears throat> If they, if he could have controlled Gibraltar and he'd have had both sides yeah. of the, he could have stopped any, he could have interdicted any motion in and out of the Mediterranean. That's that might true. have helped him get some oil. Well, that's, I mean, to your point, that's why when you look at it, there were so many of these times when you, when you're on your, I mean, obviously hindsight is, you know, it's yeah, we're Monday morning quarterbacking it. it here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there were so many times when you look at this and you almost want to, you know, you go like, well, like what you just said, or you go, my God, why, why my not? God. When, Mind yeah. there, got in Himmel, yeah. right? Um, but like, why not? To, why not blow the fuck out of Dunkirk? And why? And why not? I mean, you're like, you know, why not just Operation Sea Line? Why not just invade England? And why not yeah. just make a presence there and force them to surrender? I mean, there was enough. There was that phony war for eight months that didn't even make any sense. I think. I mean, there, it, if it had annihilated the British army at Dunkirk, yeah, it probably would have more been more likely to. Get the British to sue for peace. Yeah, yeah. Nobody was. I mean, Churchill yeah. was. Tr- yeah, the guy was too soft-hearted. Yeah, I mean, like you know, Churchill was Churchill, but I mean, yeah. that's why. I, I mean, I don't know who you listen to, but I don't think anybody can look at losing six hundred thousand. Sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't even know how many fucking divisions that is. I mean, that is your that that's your entire fighting force, and you're right, it's because the supply lines never started land war in Russia. Blah 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 blah. But even in that, they started that. In June of '41, yeah, they right. could have blown through, but they they they, they weirdly took their time. Yeah, it was yeah, weird. They didn't how have enough I, oil. Okay, sure, but I mean, even with that, the phony war, they didn't have enough of anything. If you look at the yeah. number of armaments and planes and tanks, I mean, they went to war with with really a third of the army that even the resting armies had, because there was no other real army other than Britain. In, in, yeah, he's taking a hell of a bet that they that they would finish up the shit that they needed by the time they yeah. got there. Right. Yeah, and a lot of times it paid off for Hitler. I mean, until yeah. a certain point, yeah. Yeah, the Poland was it. Poland was like the point where they they couldn't come back. They, he you know he took Austria, the Sudetenland, and then Poland. When they took Poland, it was like ah oh, fuck, 
we have to do this. And if you remember, you know, the U.S., we didn't get involved until December of 41. We didn't declare war until Pearl Harbor. So yeah. it's one of these things where you, you, you know, I can imagine being a, a general, you know, knocking over my schnapps and strudel. I love that he couldn't let anybody smoke in front of him. Right. Yeah, Everyone yeah. there smoked like 90 packs a day. And he'd be like, not in, not in my house. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, that's the thing. That's another thing. A misconception about Hitler is like, he's kind of a fucking fag. Like he was all about <laughs> animal rights, hates smoking. He like never yeah. drank. Like does meth all <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah. He just yeah. sits around and just Who does the- meth and grinds his fucking teeth. Who the fuck does meth and doesn't smoke? Is that even possible? <laughs> yeah. The man the way, steel. Just, it's funny you should say that because I, there's the, the name of, there's a great documentary about meth. Out the, you know, we, I, you guys obviously know they invented crystal meth or, you know, yeah. for World War II. And it starts with the Yeah, P. they invented it on crystal nacht. Yeah. And they, <laughs> Stayed right, up all nacht. Yeah. If you go on eBay, you can... You can buy you containers. You can pogrom all pogrom till the day, the day is new. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I once I was once uh, I once hated Jews for th- four days straight. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. All right. No, but it was the kind of thing where you can actually. It's the name. The name of the. It has like a, a you know like a bear. It was made by a pharmaceutical yeah, company. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Pervitine. It's the, called Pervitine. Yeah, you go Pervitine. You can buy Pervitine containers on eBay for like fifty bucks. Yeah. Right. So yeah, yeah. I've heard. <laughs> but. Yeah, no. I will say this about uh, to 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 sort of not necessarily refute, but maybe sort of give some give, give maybe my take on it. But I think the two things, two things. Number one, the reason why he didn't William decide to just smash the English uh, military at Dunkirk is because Hitler was a true believer. He truly yeah. believed that yes. fascism was the way to go, and that every country was going to figure this out eventually and and throw off Which the shackles. Did. Of usury um well no they didn't lose learn that that one good part of it they fucking yeah. they, they forgot <laughs> yeah. no um but uh what's it called though no. he so that's what he did with he, he in in the netherlands we see he insta- he like sort of installed like the local the local fascist regime there uh and he was hoping that you know england would would or the uk would give up and then you know and put in oswald mosley like that but anyway so you were saying before brian that you didn't think that there was a way for right. um for hitler to win the war i agree with you but for the reason that th- the power, the not even the power. I'm trying. I'm, I don't want to say the Jews, but no, <laughs> no, Go um, ahead. no. But I, they wouldn't let him do it. He went off of the central bank, and basically, this United States, which was like the symbol of capitalism in the world, like the absolute pinnacle of the city on a hill kind of represented of what of liberal ideals, teamed up with a Marxist socialist country to fight something that doesn't do either of the they, 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 the complete yeah. opposite sides of the spectrum teamed up to attack this one thing just because they left the central banks <laughs> yeah I, th- I think there's something to that but I mean that all the countries that are getting bombed right now uh, they all left the where, central banks <laughs> yeah they're, they're all countries where usury is forbidden yeah, Strangely. but it really, it really is something to me. I mean, to, to what you just said, it's like the only reason why Hitler got as far as he got is because of a force of will. 
But then the only reason and why he didn't by win, the way. pardon me, and appeasement to a certain yeah. degree, right? But then, but also, but because it was a singular thing, he, it's like it's kind of like what I said. If there was a little bit of power sharing, if there was a little more yeah. of that, it could have been a protracted. It could have turned into like a Central European strongman kind of like uh, Liebenstrom German Empire that yeah, would go like, from. It, if he'd have, if he'd have like uh, been more conciliatory with the Ukrainians, yeah. for instance, it would have yes, got Yes, exactly right. Yeah, if he would have gone and said, "Listen, we all hate Russia. You come, I'm gonna, you're gonna be under our protection." Yeah. And Czechoslovakia, there was, there would have been a way for him. If he had to been Obama create. instead of Hitler, he could have done it. Listen, yeah. I hate to Russia. Hit- you hate Russia. Let's kill Russia. Right. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. I'm Barack can. Obama. Right. And I support this message. And I'm gay. But, and know, I'm gay. It, so that's why I'm saying that. That's why you never really hear about this because anybody who, you know, has half a news anything about World War II, if you look at it, you go, okay, well, you can sit here and do these what if scenarios. Hey, look but at these Jews. Not- I said, they didn't build that. <laughs> Remember that was his, like his quote. In, you, <laughs> you didn't build. It's that. like he's in the right. I you know. should do that in blackface. Do a whole show as Obama in blackface. That'd be great. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really consider Obama black enough to do oh. blackface for. <laughs> just right. Just your hands. The yeah. puppets. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But you know. But it's the kind of thing where you nobody really takes it seriously because you go, all right. Well, listen. If he did this, if he did that, but there sure, are all sure. these kind of moments where but i do i i do see there could have been a 30 year if there was a nazi sort of a you know a, a large because you also have to remember too that hitler was very much a 19th century guy he didn't really comprehend and you know he didn't you know germany didn't really have any colonies necessarily i mean the treaty of versailles was a big Deal, but Germany didn't really wasn't an expansionist empire. Not as, not as much as the others. I agree. Yeah. Right, exactly right. So he didn't see past Europe. For him, it was yeah. Europe. So if if he could have like sat down with his one testicle and been like, I, "What do I really want? What do I really want? What does Hitler? What does Adolf need today?" Then like you know, he could have said, "Look, I hate the Jews." If he could have found, if he could have said, because I know you're right, he did want to take. Yeah. a Slavic country and make the entire country a Jewish ghetto. Yeah. He wanted to put all the Jews I in one I think he like legitimately was trying to figure out a way to send them to Israel. Like, I'm not even shitting you. Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I, I, I think, don't know, yeah. it was some red tape or fucking England wasn't cooperating or something. <laughs> be, be funny if he was like, he, he like really made a personal, but he's like, ah, the Weinbergs want to sit in the, they don't want an aisle seat, and then the they're seats, always they complaining. <laughs> it's, a, it's too hot. It's too cold. <laughs> How many oceans can I have on this ocean liner? There's a draft in the room. <laughs> There's a draft. It's a fucking submarine. Okay. We all have grandchildren. Okay. But I know. But it, it, to me, it is interesting because there were so many points where you're going to say, boy, if there was just another division, another little bit of something. But I'll tell you, man, they hung in there till the uh, I don't know if you guys ever read the Spangle Diaries or not, but they go through Albert Spears armament numbers. And up until like February of 1945, we're talking after the Battle of the Bulge. I mean, 
There was not much. They were in Prussia. They were still producing a tremendous amount of armaments in Germany. Mm. Um, yeah, they were, yeah. You know, they, they were spoiling in that war until the very end. And frankly, once they were still right. in it, until, and then when Hitler got shot in the head, or killed himself. Gotcha. Or are you like a like a Courtney Love? Courtney Love killed yeah. Hitler guy, or yeah. Eva Braun killed it. In this I case, you're, you you love the conspiracy theory. I I like that. I, That's a theory. That's got legs. Right. Yes, I, he was killed by R. Kelly through his piss. <laughs> R. Kelly put out his giant Schwarzer cock and pissed so much in his fucking chipped mouth with his stupid yellow dumb teeth that smell like Eva Braun's pussy, and he just. <laughs> All right, sorry, we still on? Yeah. We're still doing the show. <laughs> Sorry, little... so, I'm jerking uh, off now. <laughs> but, yeah. but no, not I mean, a looker. No, by I'm, the not, way. I'm just saying. But it was like a, it was game over the minute Hitler died. There was not even any kind of a, a, a plan. There was no. It was just like the minute he died, it was like everyone was like, "All right, this whole thing's over." I mean, it really is. If you've ever seen Triumph of the Will, it's it's it is it's amazing to see the propaganda and the and just the, the mystique of the whole thing. I mean, it really is. I'll tell you what is again. I, I know my 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 ADHD or whatever is all over the place, but I, I you know right now they're in production on the fifth Indiana Jones. Yeah, right. and uh, and I think it's great. Harrison Ford keeps getting injured, but um, apparently there's he, Nazis he in broke this a one. Hip. <laughs> yeah, he broke everybody. There's Nazis in this. They're, like, they're going yeah. back. They're going back. They did commies in the last one. Nothing that was a good movie, by That's, the way. I don't know what's going. To, I don't, yeah, this one, there's Nazis in this one, and he's going to be just around 80 years old when this finally comes out. I mean, Steven out. Spielberg so, is involved in it. He has to bring them up again, obviously. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> By the way, how much do you, as a Jewish person, I hate Schindler's List? It's a, such like, a piece of. Well, you know, I will say this it's one of my favorite fantasy films. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, I, I think it's overrated. Um, and yeah. but I, I mean, it's it's watchable, I guess. Um, I, I mean, I just, I the whole idea of like the the Goyim as the savior and like this big beautiful man saving the every Jew in that movie is about four and a half feet tall. Yeah, and they well, all just look to make like them these, look like like oh God, don't you feel? But they're so harmless. How could is, you is not it, uh, feel bad? Is it Liam Neeson? It is Liam Neeson. Yeah. Yes. The black Liam bastard. Yeah, he's like, like, like Jew <laughs> bastards. Yeah. I, I wanted. I, know, to, I was walking around. Me, me fucking I was sister. walking around Warsaw, <laughs> looking at all these Jew bastards. Yeah. I wanted to smock them. Right. I said, forget, forget bloody Sunday. It's bloody Shabbos. <laughs> I'll beat him with our own. I choked a man with his own yarmulke. And by the way, while we're talking about this, all of these movies. That are like that have these these guys well in middle age who are like masters of like oh Kung yeah yeah Fu, yeah yeah like they're, they're secret Odenkirk MMA geniuses a, yeah 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 like Bob Odenkirk is playing like a, a, a it's like come on guys give me a fucking break I anyway whatever that's a whole other thing but uh well, yeah I mean the, uh, I think one of the other strategic blunders that we can huh? put a hundred percent at at Hitler's door and it's because again I think. It's fair to the sort of neocon take on it is that the the 
the Nazis were ideologically hindered from winning the war. I, I mean, wait, I, wait, wait. This is a real thing because I joked yeah. before the show that you'd watch when you told me that you'd watched some neocons talking about about this topic and i was like yeah. what did they say then the, actually it turns out that anti-semitism is a disadvantage in battle yeah well i mean <laughs> I, i've read a max hastings book uh which is all about the intelligence services of of the soviets and the british and the americans and the germans oh, I remember. The war. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and like the the Germans had the worst intelligence gathering capability of all the powers. And uh, in the conclusion of the book, Max Hastings, not in so many words, but makes it clear that he, in his estimation, the reason they were so bad at, collect, at collecting intelligence was because they had exiled or killed or imprisoned all their sneakiest people. <laughs> <laughs> that is... Hoist on your own petard. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, a great man, Richard Milhouse Nixon, once said uh, that you see, they're pre, they're genetically predisposed to being sneaky. <laughs> Damn tools. The, the other thing they did, the, the similarly ideological based, sort of racism based uh, stymieing was again the the axis alliance wasn't managed properly at all i don't believe there no. really was much of an alliance no there wasn't because because although they they did the experiments like they do with vaccines and shit nowadays to to prove that the itais <laughs> and japanese were in fact aryan my ass right they, they publicly for propaganda purposes they didn't really believe it and they didn't they couldn't be bothered talking to these fucking savages so like they would, it, the whole thing was a complete shambles. Now, had the Japanese attacked Russia instead of attacking the United States, if they were truly in an alliance, when, they it would have it would have made sense yeah. that they would have. But exactly. they weren't. But it, it could have. Been. There was no effort to make it an alliance, really. Yeah, that's well, that's point. what. Yeah, that's what I'm Hitler saying. Hitler could have like, worked on that. Yeah, I mean, if you listen, everything that we're saying is like if they would have just done a little less if that's that's always i mean it sounds ridiculous but if they were just a little less nazis they would have yeah. like it's true yeah. i think there is yeah. some, well there's something to it at least anyway it's yeah i mean a contributing factor yeah i mean but they but they would never would have gotten what they never would have done it's, it's just this yeah. weird thing and it does really show you that the cult of personality yeah. is a is a real thing in that i mean if you know you look at the weimar republic and there was the Treaty of Versailles, and you know Germany was. I mean, they got that. They got their teeth kicked in. Yeah. in and that, also, you know, not for nothing, <clears throat> a lot of people have been. They. I'll get to this, but like the Weimar Republic, like was truly bad. Like they were doing some yeah. bad shit in that fucking. Like it, and it's so funny because like, <clears throat> like the they they. The, the, some of the stuff, it's like they had like mother daughter prostitution in Berlin, and like mm. you call, wow. you, uh, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and uh, you could like get child prostitutes over the phone. Okay, well let's not uh, let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater. You know? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> slow it, yeah, slow it down, slow mo. <laughs> um, but yeah, daddy no. likey. <laughs> um, but no, uh, the th the thing was is is like it's like the Hitler came out of that. 
Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Things were so bad in that country, be, hyper, be it the hyperinflation, which caused people to be so down on their luck, they had to sell their bodies. I'm looking at you, OnlyFans. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's just like, it's, it, there's this meme that goes around, it's like, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Hitler came to power. Yeah. You know? I mean, and, <laughs> and that's it. And, and like the counterfactual of people warning about, oh, we've got to be, we've got to be careful of the rise of fascism. Well, number one, we've already got fascism. And you guys who are warning about the rise of it are all for it. Uh, and the uh, and number two, whatever it was, the whole fucking. Kind you of seem like you're setting or setting. It seems like they're setting the stage for fascism now. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. What they think is fascism. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, whole yeah, yeah. reactionary sort of uber puritanical moral pol policing sort of shit. Like now they're saying. If you're literally acting non-fascisty, you're now a fascist. And you've got to, you're not allowed to criticize any. You know, you've you've got to be hundred percent on board with the Weimar Republic, which is what you know. People telling jokes, people telling racist jokes, did not lead to Hitler. Yeah, it was people. It was only fans that led to Hitler. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's it's also like the kind of thing. I mean, where essentially people you you look at what happened in the weimar republic and then you realize hitler was the man of the year he was on the cover of life magazine right which is a cia outlet yeah sure fair <laughs> enough yeah but it was still it was it was still in 1939 i mean this is like a guy that two and a half years later we were at war with yeah. but i mean there was a, there was a span of time in germany for a, about five years, he became chancellor in '33. Mm -hmm. Where time you might call it? Hey, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I mean, where it was kind of listen. Everybody had a job. They built the fucking auto bomb. You know, it was like one of these things where it was, and, and it was really like this. Nobody really realized how nationalistic and 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 materialistic it was. You know, until it was kind of too late i don't really yeah, I mean, this is a thing every every country was nationalistic uh, militaristic and racist and like those are the things that are like laid at the door of of nazism but they weren't that wasn't it it was something else i mean they were extra racist sure right they also I, I didn't hate black people no I mean, they only the hate? hated Jews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know i do i do love when people go like when they throw up at concentration camps and they go you know, Jews and also gypsies. I'm like, yeah, like 50 gypsies. Yeah. I mean, come on. I actually like, saw something no, where it's was, like, what What are you going to say? Well, it's, honestly, it's a, a big deal. If you travel around Europe and you go and you kind of go in there, you know, not necessarily just hotels and shit. If you're actually in the countryside, there's a, in England, right? You'll see gypsies. Right. You don't see them. Well, they're on those you, caravans, I mean, right? They're on those. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's gypsies here because they didn't get Hitlered. The, but in Europe, especially like the Baltics and all, and all you know, anywhere where the, the Nazis were, there, there ain't no fucking gypsies. I will say this, though. There were only 2,000 gay concentration camp inmates and, at any time in history. I bet that was a hell of a party, eh, Brian? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> They, they took know, full advantage of that swimming pool. Oh, my God. You look so thin. <laughs> I, I was going to say, at a certain point, you you know, one guy was like, listen, 
this is horrible, but my fucking cheekbones are so defined. They're, they're like taking their like striped pajamas. Dude, let's all and take like off sink. our shoes. These are so unfashionable and pile them up. Yeah. They're like six. Oh, your tattoo is so cute. Yeah. Oh my God. What are your numbers? Get oh, rid of Mary all these seven. shoes. There's just too many shoes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I took the sleeves off of my striped pajamas, and it's like I'm, I'm not, I feel like I'm a gondolier now. I'm just a gondoliering around now. Oh, my God. Oh, anyway, I'm so showtime. jealous. Bye, girls. Look, look at that little girl's pretty red coat. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <Right>. I, <know. laughs> I can't. Was it Rom? R-O-H-M. I, again, I, you know, he was the leader of Ernst Rom, right. He was the leader of the SA who was famously in the big he was gay, uh, pogrom, yeah. was executed, uh, you know, in bed with a younger, um, uh, you know, one of his SA yeah, yeah. boys. And, um, you know, Night of the Long friend, Knives, it's so-called. Right, Night of the Long Knives and, and muscular thighs. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, but it, there's, if you look, if you go on, if you go at Google search, uh, my friend told me there's a huge gay subculture of gay Nazi role play. Sure. Yeah. Where, no shit. Yeah. We're like, you know, you dress because if you think about it, it is Hugo a hot, Boss, it, Crystal dude, Meth. Yeah. Hugo Boss, Crystal <laughs> Meth, right? It is a hot German look, Shepherds. I mean, uh, yeah. John Purge. Peanut butter. And, I mean, you've, you've got to be gay to think about skull and crossbone cufflinks. I mean, come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, That's a little on the nose, boys. I mean, it's kind of campy. You know, like, seriously. But and those uh, boots. Yeah, yeah, they're all shiny and black and patent <laughs> leather. Yeah. Knee length. Yeah. I, I know we talked about a couple of movies. Have you guys ever seen the German language movie Stalingrad? I've not. I think I have. Yes, I think yes. I have. Yeah, it's, I, yeah, I really recommend it. it I mean, it's, it's subtitled. It's not. It's it's it, it's in the you know. It's not subtitled. It's subtitles. Yeah. It's really it good. Bother it, me. Basically, it's, yeah, it's made in Germany and it shows basically the German army going through uh, you know and and ending up in, uh, in in Stalingrad. But I mean, I can't. I I cannot. But you, it must have been so unbelievably awful because I know famously yeah. when the German army, the Sixth Army surrendered, I think it was something like 3,500 of them got out of whatever gulag they were in, like in the mid-60s. Like, can you imagine being a German prisoner of war in the Soviet Union? It had to have been unspeakably, not that it wasn't a well-deserved, yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. But Oh, you yeah, know, yeah. Tough sledding. I mean, they, yeah, it's they not talk fucking about, great. <laughs> no, I mean they, they 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 talk about when the Germans were being uh, on the west on the Rhone, and when the, the Americans were coming, and the Germans and the, the Russians were coming, they were all trying to surrender to the Americans. Nobody was surrendering to right. the Russians. Because, yeah, the Russians were know, just raping their way through Germany, basically. Right. Uh, yeah. And yeah, they, yeah, yeah. And also, not for nothing, is uh, a lot of their fucking military at the time where they took Berlin was fucking all ex-cons and guys they just sprung out of the gulags because they yeah. were like, oh, we literally don't have soldiers who aren't fucking criminals. So yeah. get them. Go, get them yeah. in here. And they'd send them barefoot uh, to the front with no weapon and then say, pick it up on the way. <laughs> yeah. And if you returned, they would shoot you. If yeah. you went back, they would... They would shoot you. And that is why famously, I mean, you know, Stalin in the uh, in 1943 in Casablanca, you know, they 
there was a point in the time where the allies, Germany, I, I'm sorry, the United States and the UK wanted just to bleed out Russia because oh, look yeah. at the numbers. I think Russia lost like 30 million civilians yeah. and yeah. soldiers in World War II. I mean, we lost Americans. We lost more in COVID than we lost yeah. in World War II. I mean, and I think Britain That's lost a, a million that, and a half. I, I, I obviously support the troops, but uh, I got to say, like, and I think I've said this before in the show, but like every time we like win a war, it's always when the other the other side has been beaten the fuck down and like is about to lose against our allies. And then we come in and act like we're all fucking Johnny big dicks. And every time yeah. we're the ones who launch the war, we get our fucking asses handed and we evacuate and the fucking and uh, evacuate just this past week, for instance. <laughs> Oh my God, that's such a, it's so, that's a whole, that's. My point being is that we're fucking losers. (laughs) Uh, I I don't, I think, to be honest, like, if you look at the British Army, won very few battles during World War II. Uh, Right. And so really, I I meant the, the, to be fair, I bet the USSR had fucking, like, drained their fucking will to live on the Eastern Front. And yeah, it was a rope. It yeah. was a rope dope, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I, uh, to the to a lesser extent, that was all the British could hope to do. I mean, it was I mean, it was the Americans. I mean, the Americans certainly tipped the balance in both world wars. In that, yeah, you know, they could they could have just gone to a stalemate. I, I guess. I mean, I, I, could could Germany have won if the United States hadn't got involved in the war? I, mean, I don't think uh, it depends. Maybe. I yeah, maybe. I mean, honestly, like fucking you were uh Brian, you were bringing up uh Charles Lindbergh earlier, but if he had right. like run for president and won, he probably would have just not fought and probably would have gave an oil gave oil to Hitler, probably more than likely and or or yeah. at least not gone to war with Japan. Um and, you know, or not supported Britain with Lendlease. Yeah, that's what I'm uh, saying. Or the uh, or the that, Soviets. And then the Britain wouldn't have been able to blockade Europe and they, and they would have been able to get oil. Yeah. And it was also, look, and also Winston Churchill, I mean, played a huge role in not only beating the drum for American involvement, but also the morale of the UK. I mean, whether you like the sure, guy, yeah. whatever, I mean, you know, uh, you know, um, but it was one of these things where if Neville Chamberlain would have stayed in power, there's a lot of, but do I think that if the U.S. had an isolationist government, I mean, you have to, in the in the late, okay, like, for example, where, where I'm moving to in a month is a neighborhood here in Manhattan called Yorkville. And Yorkville is on the far east side of the upper east side of Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And it's old Germantown here in New York. And during the late 30s and into oh, yeah, Adolf Hitler, Hitler Street or something, right? Yeah, there was exactly right. And there was a the headquarters of the American Nazi Party was in Darien, Connecticut. Mm-hmm, and right. uh, Rockwell, not Sam Rockwell. J- George Lincoln David. Rockwell. Thank you. There was a. Of course, I know that out. off the top of my head, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's nothing wrong. Um, your poor. Yeah, your grandfather is spinning like a dreidel right know, now. I don't know. I have Russian Jew, Russian Jewish relatives, and uh, they came here way before Hitler times. Okay, no, you're mentally fine. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Yeah, but but like, it's the kind of thing where they were holding these huge rallies to not get um, 
America involved in I was, you know, and it was an enormous isolationist sentiment. You know, the country was extremely in, isolationist at the time. Yeah, which is because it was go ahead. Europe's problem, yeah. and we were separated by three thousand miles of ocean. So, you know, I mean, it's a fair point, and to, and to be honest, it might have been better for the. I mean, it. I you really got to go back to World War One. It probably would have been better if World War One had been allowed to. Play and out without American involvement, right? Because we didn't World just War spank would... the shit out of the Germans, yeah, and okay, force them that... to basically lick our fucking feces on the ground, in order, which you know, obviously inspired a lot of fetishes later in their country. I mean, it's, um, it's one of my hobby horses, Brian. That, that Great what, Britain licking never shit should... on the ground. Great, Great Britain <laughs> should never have got involved in World War One, right? And had that not happened, it would never have been a world war. No. Well, I, I look. I don't know nearly as much as about World War One as I as I do World War Two, but I, I know a little bit. And what I do understand is that it was originally thought to be like one of these I mean, nobody ever gets in a war thinking it's going to be some you know, four or five year war of attrition, but they thought it was going to be over in like a week oh, or yeah. two. It was supposed yeah. to be an expeditionary force. They're going to go over, kind of figure out and it turned obviously into this slog of, of you yeah. know, but you know, mechanized warfare for the first time in human history and mustard gas, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, that's why Germany had such a bug up their ass because Germany did not, what you just said, they did not get the shit kicked out of them World War One. I. I mean, they had to, they were like one or two stalemate. battles. Yeah. Pardon me? It was stalemate until the Americans yeah, got involved. Yeah. Exactly. And so they were they they didn't they they lost. I mean, the the army saw it as a huge betrayal when the yeah. government capitulated. Right. And that ultimately fostered the seeds of resentment. World War Two, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it is interesting to think about how, like, all of these unsettled issues, more World one kind of, you know, fomented in the psyche of Europe as a whole. Oh, yeah. And then. Well, you know, I, I'm reading I'm reading a book at the moment, which I've. I'm not far enough in to give a good exposition of, but it basically argues that uh, had Britain not got involved in World War One, World War One wouldn't have happened, and it was right. kind of gerrymandered by the British in in order to which fits nicely keep, into our worldview, by the way. Yeah, because like the the, the world we the globalized global empire world we live in now would have been jeopardized by a strong Germany. Because Germany was brand new, pretty much. It was yeah. like 30, yeah. 40 it was like, years old. Yeah, tons of little countries all became one yeah. all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. So all of Europe was like that. I mean, Italy was like a collection of city states. Yeah. yeah. You know, they had created these new nations, and they didn't really even know what to, what to do with them. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, if you even look, look, I mean, that just shows you what a young country we are in that, you know, America wasn't even considered much a, a world power until the Spanish-American War. Yeah, and that yeah. was what that was about Panama and the Philippines, and after that, then okay, fine, we were sort of That's allowed for a profit, of, <laughs> right? They were like, all right, these Americans are, you know, we, we brought we freedom to the Philippines. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Exactly. Right. You're welcome. Um, Enjoy yeah. your dictator. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> or one of their, but uh, but it's the kind of thing where they, you know, we we're we're now, you know, we were sort of allowed to sit at the table, and uh, but. You know, before World War Two, it was, you know, Europe was seen as it's uh, it very much its own thing. So we were, yeah. you know, America was not, there was a, like we keep saying, there were these moments early on in the war where 
you could look at it and go, boy, it could have just, it could have hung a left and yeah. it wouldn't have, you know, these little things would have made a, a huge difference. I mean, the very end of the war, the, you know, the last war offensive in the West, the Battle of the Bulge, you know, that was the, that was Hitler's last gamble where he said, all right. And that was to negotiate a peace with the allies and go, Hey, listen, you know, the, the, now, you know, the Russians are coming. We, cause the whole spin was, you know, after about 43 was, we are not fighting for German expansion. We're fighting against the Bolsheviks. Yeah. So, Survival. you know, you look at the narrative that was fed to the German people. It started off as German expansionism, but very quickly they had to like kind of, you know, re-engineer the message and be like, listen, you have to fight because, the, you know, the, 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 the Russians are going to come and rape and blah, 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 blah. And I mean, you know, it, it was only... It's funny. One of my good friends uh, married. Well, a they Hungarian were fighting the Bolsheviks girl. on the Eastern Front, and here come the American Mensheviks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes, it, right. And, but it, it's funny. So this buddy of mine, he lives in Budapest, and which apparently, I don't know if you guys have ever been there. Um, apparently, it's a lot of fun. It's a beautiful yeah, town. Yeah, I heard that. Um, yeah, and but he was, I was asking him. I said, "Boy, can you, you know, because like in Germany." You know, you cannot have any uh, memorabilia. Yeah, There's yeah. Swasa's not allowed. That's why, by the way, if you ever play or any Call of Duties or anything, you never see swastikas in any mm. of the games because yeah. they can't sell them in Germany. Anyway, oh, okay. so um, but it, it, I asked him once. I was like, Is that, "Are there like military, uh, you know, German military shops?" And so he, I have this picture he sent me. There is like an Adolf Hitler. There's like you can basically go into this store in Hungary and buy like I mean all like the fucking sword I so I just showed you guys. I mean they have they're like we've got belt buckles, we've got you know <laughs> what do you want? Come to, you know this is Fritz's house of memorabilia. You know it's always 1942. You know? <laughs> but the, the the level of ignorance about it, even in Europe, is is absolutely staggering. Like like by ex-girlfriend has a green uh, army style parker with a little german flag on the yeah, shoulder it's very popular here yeah, in america she, too she got she got refused admittance to a nightclub in it because it's uh, because it's a hate symbol and it's like <laughs> that flag didn't even exist at the time you yeah. fucking ignorant goon <laughs> that that the flag the country represented by that flag has literally never been to war with anybody or <laughs> i never will because it's america to do it for them <laughs> yeah hey do you guys also i mean i know you're in front of wikipedia but like how many american troops are in germany i mean what is it like uh, not even uh, what's the division Twenty thousand. i mean oh, it's, it's quite they've got like they've got some big bases there big bases but how I mean, in terms of a fighting force, I I, I just I'm, I don't know. It just well, I don't think they're really a fighting force. I think they're just kind of thirty-five thousand. Thirty-five thousand, right? I mean, that's really that's, that's a not a whole lot. So money for money for old rope sauce, isn't it? It's just, <laughs> There's a great they're, they're uh, Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Was that? They're there just collecting a paycheck, aren't they? It's a government yeah. program. It's an employment yeah. program. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I mean, it's 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 not like it's national it socialism. I have a lot of <laughs> I have German friends, and they they tell me even now, like you know how in America we have you know the North is 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 whatever that is, and the South is looked at as you know these bucktooth hillbillies, and you know in Germany, hey, I'm right thing. here. They look at, pardon me. I'm right here. Oh well, they, in England, isn't it like the North is like you guys are yeah, like exactly? Yeah, I'm, I'm a book. Yeah, I'm a northern bucktooth hillbilly. 
Right. What's, is, are, are, would you be considered a chav? No, I'm not a chav. <laughs> no, he's not a wigger. That's, no, that's, a, distinct, a, that's a distinguishing factor is if you're a wigger. Yeah. Right. They wear like trainers and yeah. uh, right. Um, uh, tracksuit bottoms. Burberry, Burberry pattern often. Like. But, although the Burberry factory is 10 miles away from my house. Hell yeah. Oh. Yeah. You should go all decked <laughs> out in it. <laughs> yeah, A nice houndstooth really. shirt, Burberry hat. Right. <laughs> but, but all like factory seconds. So it's like you have like yeah, 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 yeah. over here. You're like, look, 40 quid for this shirt. Oh, it's got let me get a fag. <laughs> the chavi, yeah, I mean, chav is actually a term coined by the students of Cheltenham Ladies College, which is like the most expensive private school for girls in England. Uh, and uh, it stands for, it's an abbreviation, it's a contraction of Cheltenham Average, which is how they refer to the, the boys that they see when they're out drinking in the pubs in Cheltenham. So they're like townies, kind of? Yeah, but, they, but I mean, wig, Wiggers is the closest thing you've got. Yeah. Gotcha. Hey, let me ask you while we're talking about this, because I have some British friends, but like, are there, like, I've been to a strip club in Edinburgh. Mm, hello, oh, hello. But like, in like, let in, me in see your Willie. Yeah, <laughs> you have but, a grand um, pair of thighs on your lassie. <laughs> I was, I was in the champagne room in Edinburgh. And they had those like black lights. What is this? I could, I could see the implant scar underneath her tit. It was like two inches long <laughs> and like this thick. It was like this big. It was like somebody cut it to shove the fucking grapefruit up there. And it was all picked up from. I had bought some bar coke during the French festival. I was like, ah, we're really doing it here. This is a lot of fun. But in your well, socialized health care for you. Yeah, that's right. You're Big welcome. Thanks, <laughs> Yeah, Margaret certainly Thatcher. no Florida uh, plastic surgery work. No. Oh, my God, dude. West Palm Beach, forget it. Love it down there. It's great. Uh, but are you, like, in Yorkshire, like, there's, like, strip clubs and stuff, right? Is it just ridiculous? Like, yeah, but I, I don't like strip clubs. No, they're like, gross. I mean, they're tacky. I get it. I know. I, right? I'd rather just fuck a hooker. It's cheaper, and you yeah. get fuck a bitch. But do they have, do they have like, rubbing tugs in Yorkshire? No, they have whole houses, but like the massage thing's not a not a thing. You either in you you might as well be hung for a sheep or, for a sheep as a lamb, Brian. I would fuck a sheep. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Listen, I did, it's I real had, easy. I Just walk them to the edge of a ledge, and <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. I bet but, the sheep pussy gets the, nice and wet. The British technique is to uh, put its hind legs inside your Wellington boots. I was going to say wellies, right? Yeah. Oh my God, that's so funny. So, all right. So, I guess to summarize, we all wish that yeah. Germany won the war. Obviously. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, actually, I, I'm kind of bummed. Yeah. I wish I wish I knew you were going to do show and tell because I just recently picked up a, a few new curios um, in, in my <laughs> Hitler collection. Um, uh, where, I, what's that? Where do you buy your stuff? 
Uh, well, one of them I was I was given as a gift uh, because oh. obviously I'm a fan of the era um, uh-huh. from a f- in-law. I'll just say I won't say who um, who got it in a um, Adolf Eichmann. Yeah, <laughs> no, he got it in a uh, he got it in an estate sale. So I'm assuming it was it was a war trinket brought back. I don't know where. And I, I just recently went to the Rhode Island. This is not a sponsor, by the way, but the Rhode Island um, thrift mall um nice. and it's like a antiques wow. or the new york i'm oh, sorry the rhode island antiques mall that's what it's called yeah uh it's in sure. it's in pawtucket rhode island and it's fucking huge it's really cool and i i think i'm gonna go back and buy some confederate money um but uh <laughs> i uh what's it called i i picked up well, it's backed by gold isn't it I don't. Th- I wonder. I wonder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, what's it called? No, I uh, I I picked up a f- four uh, five cent Hitler stamps, um, and also I picked up um, a uh, Nazi era German dime. Uh, so ten right. cents. Um, and uh, yeah, because you, you can't find. I I, uh, I I I'm fascinated by U boats. Oh, and yeah. um yeah but that stuff is really expensive like any kind of u-boat like uh you, you think know, it's snapped uh, up by like, the cartels yeah <laughs> yeah right yeah they have the one in the in columbia they have a lot of yeah. uh they they use those um you know it's funny the other you know you can actually buy a submarine they're like they're like about four hundred thousand yeah jeffrey epstein had like- one he had it uh, modified jeffrey epstein had it modified so he could get um stephen hawking into it they were no, that close of friends you, that he was willing to spend serious? thousands of dollars to retrofit his fucking submarine, his, <laughs> his submarine, so that one guy could get on it. So next time someone talks about how great Stephen Hawking is, he fucked kids with that gimpy little hand. Right. Yeah. <laughs> with like, right. He's like, is, oh, baby, how, how, how old are it, you? <laughs> right. Or like you know, it took him like over three hours to be like, "Is your submarine wheelchair accessible?" Like being passive aggressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Jeffrey's like, Stephen, you've got to see it. Jeffrey, he's like, well, is it? You got to get out accessible? there. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah right. And he's can yeah, you he's keep like, a secret? Yeah. <laughs> How much? Once they have their period, I tend to lose interest. <laughs> uh, that's great. Anyway, that's another one. T- Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say, that's another one too with that fucking guy. Like, look, I under, and I understand, like, if you like, like, I can get you an 18 or 19 year old girl that looks like she's 14. <laughs> All right. This Why is the generally be 14. I was hoping it wouldn't get to this. <laughs> well, listen, I'd love to show you some more artifacts. Have you guys ever been to the Philippines? Uh, <laughs> Actually, well, William has been somewhere, moved- somewhere similar. <laughs> At least when you move to uh, Yorkville, Brian, you'll be able to air your your memorabilia flags out of the window as a, oh, as yes, a of be on, you'll on, be welcome on there. wash day. <laughs> can, I can I can finally. Uh, but I've already had. Uh, speaking of okay, the reason why you mentioned anti-Semitism, be, you know, listen, because I'm I'm you know I'm not Jewish. Mm-hmm. Other, but you're from New York, so everyone assumes you are. <laughs> Well, I, I was circumcised three times. It was a long weekend. Okay, and, uh, yeah. But I see that's what Jews don't understand is like when you're Hume, when common you're human not, decency. <laughs> right, right, right. It's called it. Right. 
It's called a bank loan. No, um, <laughs> but uh, oh, oh my God! By the way, I got so ripped off, and I got ripped off by an Israeli guy, and I had I was telling the no. story to people, and I know, well, I I know, I got five rugs cleaned. It was five thousand dollars. <laughs> I can't believe I paid. You it. want what? five rugs cleaned? Uh, uh, that'll be four thousand dollars. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it was more like this. It was like, okay, listen, I um. I can deliver the rugs, but uh, to come to the side, it's going to be two hundred dollar. Like he, only, I like the only. Why are you complaining about three hundred dollar? It's only five hundred dollar. Man, come on, man! Like they're the only guys that can like rob you blind while being annoyed with you. Yeah, I was like, yeah. all right, I'm, listen, man. How many credit cards do you have on your pocket now? I'm like four. Okay, let's go. Give me numbers. I'm like, so um, but no, but like this happens. Like I always joke about living in New York City and, and like white privilege. Like I was walking, I earlier today I was I was on uh, Central Park South and I was going into uh, a building. I, I went to the wrong building and I had these four dumb Starbucks things. I op- the storeman opens the door. I walk in the building. I walk. I said, "Hey guys, how you doing?" I walk all the way to the elevator bank. I hit the elevator button. I go into the elevator. I realize as I'm hitting 15, I don't even, I'm in the wrong building. I'm so blind. I'm just <laughs> in the wrong building. But like, because I'm wearing a Lacoste shirt and Madras shorts, and I just look like a big dummy, you know, like a big white guy. They're like, oh, I come downstairs. I'm just like, you guys, I'm, I'm not even supposed to be here. They're like, oh, you silly goose. Yeah, like, well, I mean. Sir. Compared and contrast with what happened to Andrew Valentino, just because he looks a bit like half of you know what. <laughs> yeah, I, who's Andrew Valentino? What did I miss? Andrew, you know Andrew uh, Valentino. You've met him a few times, I think, on Burning yeah. Bridges. He's, he got he, he got drunk and went in the wrong apartment building. Same thing. And, and, oh yeah, uh, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. He's a friend I, of the that's show. What that's what I'm saying. So, like, I mean, so in my in my building, I was talking to uh, one of the guys who works in this new building, and uh, I was making. There's a little. I mean, William doesn't know about this, but there's a. You know, they had these mezuzahs. Oh yeah. Um, that right, goes right. In, on your door. It's a little piece of the Torah. And as I was looking at apartments, I would always see it. And, you know, whatever. I'm not going to. I didn't. But I, I said something did to the. Did you kiss uh, it on the way the, in? Right. Pardon me? Did, did you kiss it on the way in like they're supposed to? No. No. Is it that? Is, are you supposed to do that? You're I, supposed to go. Your fingers are Yeah, enough, you're supposed to right? kiss yeah. your hand. Kiss your finger and touch it. Yeah, thanks, God. I thanks don't eat God. pussy. <laughs> but, I, uh, but I said to one of the guys in the building, I was like, yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't see a mezuzah. And he literally says to me with a straight face, he goes, yeah, he wasn't that bad. Like, <laughs> like degrees of Judaism. Like, yeah, ah, he was like, you know, it wasn't like super kiky. You know, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, we'd have to put a menorah in the lobby. Yeah. But, you know, he didn't have a pizza, the fucking thing on the door. When we ordered pizza as the, the pizza, the at the building pizza party, we had to get cheese. Yeah. We, and we, did, we, uh, do you have beef pepperoni? Beef pepperoni? We have another... Yeah friend of the show whose former employer his business is um faking up photographs for airbnb to make it look like there are fire extinguishers in the building oh my god for a jewish landlord yeah <laughs> wow yeah that's i will say this about the jew i about uh i one time i went uh for my honeymoon um i went to miami beach uh, and, oh boy! Yeah, and uh, it was actually is weird. I didn't go there by choice. We had already gone on a honeymoon that my that I had just paid for. Um, Please say it was a deal. 
It was a deal. Uh, but no, okay, we actually, it was a deal because our uh, my, my wife, my <laughs> this time of the year. No, um, uh, my <laughs> wife, uh, my wife works for a law firm, and I believe they were trying to hide money from the IRS. They were tax okay. law, um, and so they just out of the blue decided to give us fucking give us an all expenses paid trip to uh, to uh, La Fountain Blue. Uh, in, oh, in Miami. Out of the fucking blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, Ironically, no fountain. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean it's very famous as being uh, as being. Oh, the, yeah. Do you remember the? Uh, do you remember the beginning of Goldfinger? Uh, he was in. He was at the Fountain Blue at that. At the pool. Yeah. 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 They had. Um, a, they just did a giant renovation. They do a. Uh, they had the new music seminar down there. Um, yeah. There's a. Uh, a, a a pornographer from Dirty Dirty Debutons, Ed Powers, uh, mm. tried to fuck my ex girlfriend uh, in a room at the Fountain Blue. Over anyway, it's a long story, but <laughs> yeah, no, it's a beautiful, it's yeah, a it great was. hotel, and but you know, there's barely any. There's nothing uh, to eat around know, there because it's all fucking Jew food, is what I was gonna get yes. to. You have to get you have to yes. get in a fucking Uber and go all the way over to the Cuban part of town to get any fucking decent food. I just in yeah. a walking distance, I tried to go to like a um, a barbecue place, right? And I, or not even barbecue, it was just sort of like a bar and grill type place. And um, I, I ordered a burger with bacon on it. It comes, I'm like, what the fuck is this? It was right. beef bacon, and uh, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Do you guys you guys went away or something? Yeah, no, I don't you, know what happened. Was, you, you're, no, back. you're back. You're back. You're back. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah, no, it, it um it is funny because uh you know living in Brooklyn for as long as uh, I I did I had a I, I would always take a friend of mine. There's a neighborhood called Borough Park, which is yeah. all Ashkenazi, 100 percent Orthodox, and like it was like on a Thursday I was taking him through, and I, he was like I was like yeah like this it looks is like another country. Like, yeah, it's like another country. I mean, uh, uh, you know, a hundred percent. I mean, there's a there's all these, they got these things a, up. Sorry to interrupt you, but they got these things, no, these please. wires up around the yeah, building, right? Uh, and that yeah. allows them to conduct business on the Sabbath. They like right. this is what a fucking ridiculous religion this is. Is that they have workarounds so they can break the most fundamental fucking rule that they have, <laughs> yeah. um, and so they're they're technically you can conduct business. Um, if it's inside of a building. So what they did was they built a building around the entire fucking neighborhood. And it's just a wire that goes all the way around. It's in Williamsburg. You can see them. The rabbi has decreed that it's all your house. If it's in this area, it's, it's, I know it's, I mean, I, but let's be let's be honest. Who who other than a Jew would think? <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. it just shows you it shows you the, where their priorities lie. That they've got a workaround for having one day off a week, but they don't have a workaround for chopping the end of your cock off. No, but that's we well, we just talked about this then, on uh, our Bible episode. But that's the the symbol of the covenant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cutting the tip chopping of your, the dick, end of your off. dick off. Oh, and then they suck it out, and then you kiss it, right? Yeah. Did you uh, hear about that rabbi ones. in New yeah. York that he gave all the kids herpes? herpes? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. It's very well oh. documented by a friend of the show, Pat Dixon, that he's uh, he's got he's has me 100% up to speed on that about five years ago. <laughs> the herpes outbreak. Do, do you guys have any friends that have herpes? Uh, not knowingly. Um, well, I, I really... I've known a few people. Yeah, it's always a weird thing when, like, they. I've had some friends tell me, you know, usually you do a lot of cocaine, and somebody will be like, hey, you know, I have herpes. <laughs> You're like, yeah. well, no. And then, 
I know. I feel like we've been sharing a Snapple for an hour. Now I feel weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. But so you, you should yeah, always do it off like, a spoon. Yeah, no, you can't get. And uh, by the way, Yorkshire, they have you guys. There's cocaine in Yorkshire, right? Yeah. Well, it's cold cocaine. It's marketed yeah. as such. Yeah. Gear. Gear. <laughs> now, yeah. one of the. I, I mean, I, I do have these to bring it around. I, I do have these like Nazi vacations. I, I I've always wanted to take. <laughs> and. Uh, I mean, I'm already you on know, board. And I've always wanted to go. I've been to, I have been Argentina. I've been to Buenos Aires, but I've always wanted to go to the German towns that are in the Andes mountains. Oh right? yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's a real thing, but you know, Argentina is such a fucking huge country. Oh yeah. And it's so wide that, you know, you get to Buenos Aires. It's like going to New York and then saying, I want to go to LA. So, yeah, yeah. you know, but I mean, like, also separate- there's less infrastructure to get you there, like as as opposed to New York and L.A. I mean, just jumping on fucking flights every five minutes, basically. Yeah, you know what's weird in New York? I mean, I'm sorry, in L.A. There's a town called Solvang, which is it's it's a little German town mm-hmm. that is east of Santa Barbara. It's not the same thing, obviously, but it's like it's this funny little thing where like it's the same kind of thing. It's like I know these Germans showed up and they were like, we are going to make this look like Germany, so they did it, but. You know, I would like to because when I was in Buenos Aires, I stayed um, at the at the at a nice hotel down there, and the guy at the front desk was this beautiful blonde-haired, blue-eyed guy who, like, I mean, could have stepped out of well, let's be honest, one of you know my my dreams, and uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, and he was like uh, Argentina, and I was, you know, I wouldn't be like. Wait, would your grandfather move here in 1946 or something? I mean, I don't know. But Did your grandfather die in a Holocaust concentration camp for falling out of a fucking guard tower? <laughs> you know, uh, Brian, you know, Brazil is famous for the quality of its uh, yes. uh, male to female transsexuals. Yes. But, you know, there's another, uh, you know, there's another South American country uh, that's, Equal well, it's less famous, but it, it should be equally famous for the quality of its um, female to male transsexuals. Do you, do you know which one that is? No. You're a guy. Oh no, kidding! Oh Jesus, oh, Jesus. you mother! Oh man, the, the, the fact oh, that I you wanna... took so long to set it up is really <laughs> infuriating. That was the best way to do it. You really like? I said I got comfortable. I was like, yeah. By the way, I I love transgender, as I think you guys know. I like a really sloppy. I like a. I like the dirt seep. <laughs> yeah. I like somebody who looked like they needed to go back in the hopper. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I like you fingernails. Know. Yeah, exactly. I right. I'm like, is that a Adam's or apple a ball sack? Whatever it is, I'm sucking it. Adam's apple with hair on it. <laughs> pleasantest yeah. transsexual I've ever spoken to. With, with I'm not sure what she actually did for a living, but she she looked like she was a welder. From her hands, she just looked like a guy in a dress. But well, I didn't mind is, calling like, her she because she wasn't being an asshole about it. You know what I mean? She was all right. Yeah. They can make you can make a man-made vagina. It's going to be in a different place, yeah. and it's not going. But they cannot make a penis yet. Like I don't know. So I do feel badly. And if you talk to most most trans uh, women to men. Almost all of them keep their vaginas. Yeah. They just take steroids. They literally and they like just take beard. take a fucking piece of their arm out and make like a crude, like yeah. like what a child would draw as a penis, mm-hmm. like that just grafted yeah. onto them. Well, I I, yeah, dis- no. 
I realised I was gay. I didn't realise I was gay until I was fifty. And uh, as luck was, I, th- I lived a charmed life because I was a. With, back in my straight days, I had quite a quite the crush on Ellen Page. And, oh uh, yeah. Th- now she's a guy. I, I I'm a, I'm free to continue to simp on her. Him. Well, by the way, I don't know what's more disturbing that you loved uh, Ellen Page as a 14-year-old girl or now that you <laughs> like her as she's a hideously right. She was a 20-year-old boy. girl who looked 14. Yeah, yeah, like, you've right. got no room to talk about that. <laughs> uh, Especially in England. You know <laughs> yeah. When she was What's 14, the gay she scene like in eight. Yorkshire? The gay scene? Yeah, it's gay, you know. It's all right. All right. I mean, are there like cruising spots and that? I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm asking for a friend. Let oh, me write some down. It's pretty much out in the. Uh, there's no. It's sort See, of no England big deal, really. Is a I mean, there's a few country. Yeah, it's a gay yeah. country. The whole the whole world has been made in the image of one gay Englishman, anyway. So it's like the yeah, the whole narrative of gays being discriminated against is. I mean, maybe in working class circles, it's true, but in the in terms of power, it's absolutely. It's absolutely I just mean more like one of the things that I've always missed about not being gay or gay enough is like the like I have gay friends of mine that you know you can go on grinder and and within you know fucking within 20 minutes you're getting blown you know what I mean like that that sort of like sexual immediacy yeah, I'm, I'm not promiscuous what's that I, I don't I, I'm I'm not really interested in sex one way or the other to be honest uh, I don't you don't like to have sex anymore? No. All right. Well, geez. I guess I'll be using my frequent flyer miles to go to my <laughs> uh, German town in the foothills of the Andes Mountains. I wonder if there's like an alive tour where you can go yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. See, yeah, see where the boys ate each other, see where the Nazis yes, used to live. You can see, you yeah. can see the soccer ball they played with before they ate each other. <laughs> right. Oh, I like if you ever read the book. There's a part of the book where like they talk about how they were dr- they would dry the flesh, yeah, because it tasted better. But then they realized it had more nutrition if they just ate it raw. Right. Ugh. My wife just I mean, read I, it and told me that exact passage. I'm not even fucking uh, around. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Talk about. We, Oh, you two were really made, made for you. Where'd you guys meet? The, like the last page of J date? <laughs> like, like, I would never date I... a Jewish woman. <laughs> oh, they're the best. Are you kidding me? No, oh. thank you. I Listen, the I already have fruit. one mother. Yeah. <laughs> I, although I have to I tell you, and I know I, I've talked about, I've talked about this before, but I get so, I feel badly for Jewish girls when I see like, uh, you know, uh, Adam Sandler and Ben Stiller and uh, Judd Apatow, and these guys are all get rich and famous, and they marry the hottest shiksa they mm-hmm. can. I'm always like, you guys, because look, as a non-Jew, I've always, I've had sex with, you know, lots of Jewish girls over the years or whatever, but like, I've always loved Jewish girls just by virtue of, it's like a forbidden, you know, fruit kind of thing. Sure. So I'm always like, You know you're not going to have to marry like, them. Yeah, I don't have to marry, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I guess, I guess you're right, but. I would, you know. You know she's going to abort like, it if you knock her up. <laughs> That's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm not, listen. I'm not happy. Come on. Not going to have a goyim. No, I'm not splitting a little the money. Bastard. You're paying for it. You're not what my you cousin. 
I didn't want a cream pie. I wanted some hamantashes. <laughs> Those are great. That's uh, one thing I stand by in the Jewish faith, uh, the Jewish culture is the hamantashen. It's delicious. <laughs> Apricots. Yeah. In a little hat. Can't knock it. Yummy. Um, um, listen, boys. I, that's, I was just going to say, go. Brian, I would like, I, I wanna, I, before we go, I want to thank you for coming on the show. What would you I like to promote time. to the guests, uh, to the listeners? Well, I mean, I have, of course, the Brian McCarthy interview show. You can just find it if you go on whatever your social media thing is. And sure. my website, it's brianmccarthycomedy.com, lipsweat.com. Just Brian McCarthy. It's And it's been a pleasure to do this. So, Thank you, guys. And Thank you. Would you please send me a link when this Absolutely. is all? Absolutely. It's coming out on Sunday. Sunday. Okay, great. And obviously, if you guys ever come to town, hit me up. Will do. We will. I don't think I'll ever come right. to that come to that hellhole, but thank you for the offer. Yeah. Yeah. They, <laughs> right. You ever come to Jew York full of yeah. just Kimey Town? <laughs> yeah. Right, isn't that great? <laughs> you know, by the way, you know what uh, my favorite is Jackie Mason. You know what he would call David Dinkins? He goes, he's nothing but a Schwarzer with a fancy mustache. <laughs> uh, you'll bear, uh, you'll be missed, you little fucking weirdo. Oh, yeah, just All right, boys. Right. Love All you right, both, Take okay? it easy, I'll buddy. see you guys. Take it easy. Bye, Brian. Peace. And uh, for us, uh, for the audio version of the show, check out www.historyhomos.com. Um, and for the video version of the show, uh, we're on Odyssey, BitChute, and Rockfin. Um, and you can follow us on so across social media at History Homos Pod uh, on t- Twitter and Instagram. And you can find a link to all of our stuff in the b- link tree and either the bios and any of our social medias. Um, and also, if you like what you hear, uh, we have a second premium episode per week. Um, and uh, that you can get that at rockfin.com. That rockfin.com slash history homos. That R O K F I N.com slash history homos. And, uh, and, Diamond- and Max Blumenthal's on there now as well. Is he? With, uh, I don't know who yeah, that Jew is. It's, you know, the uh, grey zone. Okay. The anti-war lefties. All right. Pretty good, though. They do some good stuff. One of the optics Jews. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so, yeah, what up? Die with dignity. What do you want to say? Uh, fuck the Pope. Later, homos. Tired of living.